And folks, welcome back. Uh, it's the first time in a while that the team is back together. I'm Mr. Rand, joined by my favorite co-pilot. Hey, I'm Mike. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. We got a really good uh, show for y'all this week. Um, big Spider-Man news, corporations acting like corporations, some D23 stuff, which is going on this week. Lots of exciting things to talk about. Yeah, so let's uh, let's jump into it. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Red Five standing by. I am Iron Man. I am Loki of Asgard, and I am burdened with glorious purpose. I am vengeance. I am the Knight. I am Batman. I am Hello there. Yes, I'm here to fight for truth and justice in the American way. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. If you step out that door, you are an Avenger. That's what we call ourselves, sort of like a team. Earth's mightiest heroes type thing. Superhero landing. She's gonna do a superhero landing. Wait for it. I could do this all day. All right. Um, so. Yesterday, well, you know what? You, you're you're the best with the technical stuff, and you, you have this vast knowledge. So, let's backtrack and go back to what? What are we? Three, four years ago? Is that is that when we got Civil War? Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I I guess, I guess we're talking about the this news that dropped, and it's been dropping, and it's been evolving over the last two days. That you know. Sony and and Disney are kind of at, at an impasse as it comes to uh, Disney's services um, with regards to the Spider-Man franchise, right? Yeah, you know it's crazy. I think we got to go all the way back to when did Marvel file for Marvel Entertainment file for bankruptcy? Was that ninety one, ninety two? Yeah, it was sometime in sometime in that uh, that area. We'll say early nineties. So Marvel files a bankruptcy. Ninety, yeah, I think it was ninety. I think it was like ninety six, maybe. They filed for bankruptcy, and at the time, Ike Perlmutter is in charge of the company. And for those that don't know, <laughs> Ike Perlmutter is a really weird, uh, offensive, at times cheap guy, but he made his his money in the toy industry. So Marvel's kind of strapped for cash, and they start selling off the movie rights to characters. And correct me if I'm wrong, they sold off the rights to the X-Men. They sold off to Fox. Uh yeah, they yeah, they sold off they sold off kind of their their main um the A team. Kind of their main characters. Yeah. To, you know, because at the time in nineteen ninety six, nobody was nobody was paying any money for Iron Man or the Hulk or Captain America. Yeah. So the X Men went to Fox, Spider Man went to Sony. Uh, Fantastic Four went to Fox as well, and then Hulk went to Universal. So we fast forward a whole lot of movies later to 2019, and Sony and Marvel have decided to part ways with their uh, with their crossover deals. Best way to explain it? Yeah. So so well, it was a it was a producing deal. So. Um, basically what was happening is, you know, Marvel, uh, 
you know, Marvel was tooting along with uh, with their MCU and their whole deal. And um, Sony was having mixed success with Spider-Man. That's being generous. They would. Um... <laughs> well, I think I think, you know, you, you had the, the three Sam Raimi movies and the first one was good. And the second Phenomenal. One was better. And the third one was yes. terrible. And then, um, and then they had the the Mark Webb movies, and the first one was good, and the second one was bad, and you know, so they were kind of at this this impasse, and um, so uh, they they kind of entered this deal with with Marvel, where um, Kevin Feige was going to be co-producing these movies. And, uh, you know, and so that gave us not only not only Peter Parker's appearance in the three MCU movies, but also, you know, the two movies for Sony that they made. The only thing I want to say before we, we get into just so people understand, a part of this has to do with that, that big email leak that Sony had come out. And some of the stuff that was that they were reportedly planning was going to be like Aunt May was going to get her own film. And. Uh, a Sinister Six movie and all types of wild stuff. And th- that was a different time on Twitter back then. But yeah, there was Twitter went stuff nuts. Yeah. And it was kind of, I, I don't know, I wouldn't say they went hat in hand to Marvel, but it was also like, you know, Marvel Studios kind of saw that they had this just big opening to swoop in and be like, we can get our guy back. And like, that's another thing, folks. Like Spider-Man is their guy, like the, the same way I, I would make it that DC looks at Batman. That's the way Marvel looks at Spider-Man, because kids love Spider-Man. You might think they love, they like Iron Man, and they sort of like Captain. America. Kids love Spider-Man, and this is highly anecdotal. My kid has Spider-Man stuff all over the place, and and then once we got a Miles Morales, he really lost his mind. Um, so that's pretty much what this fight is about. And I, I think isn't part of the deal that Sony has to make a Spider-Man film every th- three years, or the, the rights will revert, revert back. I'm correct. Um, I yeah, I don't know the exact details of the licensing agreement, but usually when there's a licensing agreement for a property, there is there is some kind of clause in there that says that a movie needs to be in production every so often, um, in or or the the rights revert back. And I don't think Sony is ever going to be in any danger of of losing those rights um, to that way. Um, and then, but, but the other, the other side of this coin, I mean, and you know, you have two pieces of this coin and one is obviously the creative side where, you know, they want Spider-Man, they want Peter Parker in the MCU to tell these stories, yeah. but there's also obviously the money side. And part of this deal with the Kevin Feige production deal was that there was a revenue share, um, where Disney would get uh, 5% of the revenue um, from any of the, the co-produced movies. There's another thing I want you to break down. I, I was reading that Disney, I think they get 5% of first dollar revenue. I believe so, yeah. What does that mean for the folks listening? Well, you know, there's a, there's a lot of ways to um, look at how films are financing. Um mm. But basically, first dollar gross is 
um, it's from day one. You know, it's that yeah. first guy who buys that first ticket, they're getting a share of that. Um, you know, in some in some distribution deals or some co-financing deals, you know, the the investors only get money after the film recoups. So, yeah. you know, so if the film has a $200 million budget, the investors don't start getting paid until the film makes over $200 million. But a first for a first dollar deal, you know, is basically from from opening day on. Um, it's it's a pretty okay, unusual so, deal, actually. You don't see a lot of first dollar deals anymore. The 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 new terms reported were that Disney wanted, and this is what a lot of people made the mistake of. It it came out that it looked like Disney wanted a fifty fifty split of revenue. Then it was further explained that Disney wanted a fifty fifty co financing deal. So basically. They want to split the yeah, cost but, of producing these films. Yeah, but you got to understand that this is this is a negotiation, right? Yeah, you know, you, you start high and fade fast. No one was expecting yeah. Disney to come in at fifty percent. That that would be ridiculous. Yeah. Um. But they're you know Disney and and also be well aware that this is being played out in the court of public opinion. You know what I'm saying? These two companies. You know, this this probably came from Disney some way. Yeah. Um, but this is being played out in public. So Disney is putting it out there that they want a 50% revenue share. They don't expect to get that. You mm. know, that number is going to come down as they negotiate, but they want more than five. Yeah. So, um, you know, I would imagine that the deal is probably going to land somewhere around 25%, maybe 20%. 20 percent 15 on the outside but i imagine that the deal is also going to land somewhere where disney has distribution has streaming rights on disney plus uh, i didn't think about that you're right quite now do you think this deal gets done in the end right i think the, i think the deal absolutely gets done in the end there's just too much money on the table for it not to yeah you know sony is taking a big chance in a lot of ways you know they don't have a great track record with no. spider-man um, you know, into the Spider Verse aside, you know the live action movies have been hit or miss. Yeah, and like you said, that's generous. They've only got Tom Holland for one more movie, and you know whether or not he re ups could depend on where this deal, where he sees this deal going, and what it, what what he thinks it's going to do for him. You know, so if they make another movie with him and it's a hit, and you know, or it's not as big a hit as the two Kevin Feige produced movies, and they got to re-sign this guy. You know, where what's going to work out best for them? And then I saw you reports know, that John they, Watts isn't even signed on yet for the third. Right. So, so if they make what well, you know, let's. I mean, the third movie is going to get made. Yeah. Right. They're going to make whatever the next movie is. You know, Spider-Man: Homeless at this point, <laughs> and. And like, so say that movie doesn't, you know, that movie only makes, you know, only makes four or five hundred million dollars. You know, look ridiculous. Oh, and and it and it gets and it gets panned. It's another Amazing Spider-Man too. You know, where's where's Sony's leverage yeah. there? You know, they made two really successful, really critically acclaimed movies with with Marvel's help, with Marvel being co-producers. And then they they branch out on their own. They, they kick Marvel to the curb. They kick Disney to the curb. And they make a lukewarm, mediocre movie. Is Tom Holland going to want to resign? 
Do, now, here's what I want to throw this Do you think that they're looking at it from a standpoint of like, all right, Venom wasn't that great, but it kind of pulled an Aquaman and made a bunch of money into the Spider-Verse. Right. I, th- actually, I actually really oh, like it. See, that. I haven't seen it yet. I just, from the reviews I read, was that it was like a really disjointed movie. It was sort of like Aquaman. Good beginning, middle got weird, kind of picked itself up in the end. Um, the, 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 the issue with Venom is Venom kind of didn't mm-hmm. know what it was in that it's it starts off like the first two-thirds of the movie are like this really interesting kind of horror suspense yeah. movie, and then it turns into a straight cookie-cutter action movie in the, in the okay. act. But, but I really like And this. I trust that. I've seen it... I've, I've seen it a couple of times. Uh, you know, I, I I watched it and I'm like, I really like this. And then uh, my daughter was talking about it and I said, well, let's watch mm-hmm. it together. And it was like six months later and we watched it and she looked at me. She goes, that was really good. And I'm like, okay. Right? <laughs> so I really so like that. So he's successful Venom, Into the Spider-Verse is critically acclaimed, picks up an Oscar. And then me and you, we, we our feelings on Far From Home are evident like we were sitting there like okay could have been better so do you think sony's looking at it from a standpoint like we think we can do this now like we can take the training wheels off we got this you know they're they're taking a risk if they if they let marvel walk away and i don't think they will i think like i said i think you're gonna wind up with a deal where they wind up with you know marvel winds up with a 20 25 percent co-produce you know probably 20 percent co-production which yeah like you said means they're also kicking in 20 yeah. percent of the money and and they're going to walk away with 20 percent of the revenue and and the the deal to stream the movies on disney plus first that seems to make the most sense they're really putting all their their all their chips into disney so plus. since we're on that topic do you want to transition over to disney plus and d23 yeah, so uh, I mean, we don't know a whole lot about it at this point, um, but we are, you know, Disney. We're recording this on, the twenty first, uh, Wednesday. What is today? Thursday. Wednesday. So we're recording this on Wednesday. D twenty three is starting, um, and it's actually Friday morning. Um, is the Disney? Well, Friday morning in Anaheim. Um, actually, no, it's Friday afternoon in Anaheim. It's like three thirty, I think is the Disney Plus showcase where they're going to be going basically unveiling everything. They've been they've been doing a little bit. They set up social media accounts, they set up a Twitter account, they set up a Facebook page. Um they set up an Instagram account. Um they dropped a little short trailer. Oh, was it the one with Moana? And Did you see it? The other characters? Yeah, yeah, and it's the, you know, and the Millennium Falcon and blah blah blah, you know. So it's just kind of like, look, here's all the stuff that's going to end the Guardians of the Galaxy. Here's all the stuff that's going to be on Disney Plus, so um, but Friday is the is the Disney Plus showcase, so they're yeah. going to be doing. Here's what it's going to be. Um, but they've already made some announcements on it, right? They've already, you know, we know what the price points are going to be. There's going to be uh, a six ninety nine right. standalone, and there's going to be a thirteen dollar bundle, which is going to give you Hulu. Uh, it's going to give you Disney Plus. It's going to give you ESPN Plus. Ad supported. It's going to give you Hulu. Yeah, it's ad supported. I've read that it's Hulu with commercials. Yeah, ad supported. Ad supported Hulu, and it's going to give you Nat, Nat Geo. You can't beat so, that. So, 
for 13 bucks a month. That's crazy. No. And, you know, the thing to remember is that, yes. you know, these, these guys are coming hard after Netflix. And as, you know, as each of these companies starts pulling their, their own content off of Netflix, you know, Netflix is, is going to have to really change what they're doing. And they already are. They're doing a lot more original programming. I was just scrolling through. I was just looking through the uh, the list of stuff that's coming to Netflix in September, and like sixty percent of it is Netflix original. My issue with Netflix is they put out these shows and they give them about two, maybe three seasons if they're lucky, and they get canceled. And I understand tons of networks put out TV shows every year. They might make it three months and they get canceled. Um, the thing right. that's tough is that I don't know. Like you know, they don't have they don't do a Nielsen's ratings. So we can't see who's watching what and things of that nature. Um, and some people said they they tend to like you know look at like you know social media engagement with the shows as well. But I don't know. Like they really got to figure out a way to like make certain shows stick. Because to me, it seems like Orange Is the New Black is the only one that's really gotten a long run. Well, no, I mean, uh, I mean, um, House of Cards, Cards had what six seasons or five seasons, something like that. Yeah. Um, and. You know they've got some. They've got some other stuff. Um, I think they've got what Mars is like, and it's like third season, right? Um, they've got uh, the One Hundred, which I think is like five, six seasons in by now. What, what show? Um, the One Hundred. Okay. Um, they've got you know they've got a they've got a bunch of stuff. Uh, and the thing is, is like their shows all have like these niche audiences. Well, yeah. I mean they got they got Stranger Things, which is huge. Um, but, but other than that, you know, they're, you know, so they've got, you know, a couple of people here, a couple of million people there, you know, and what's good about their model is, you know, they know exactly who's watching mm -hmm. exactly when they're watching and they can react really quickly. Um, you know, they, they, they made a quick decision on the, on the Marvel shows they made you know quick decisions like they just canceled the OA after two seasons, um, but they've got some really strong stuff. You know they got Stranger Things, they got Black Mirror, which does really well yeah. for them. They've got some other stuff. Um, so you know it's just it's different than we're used to. You know, and by the way, HBO and Showtime they don't give their numbers out. No, they don't. Uh, I'll say this: though. they definitely have started a, a trend of. The whole binge watching thing because on if you have the Disney Now app and then like my son is a big Lion Guard fan and then for a while I'm like why are we not getting any new Lion Guard episodes especially considering that you know they put out the Lion King this summer I thought it'd been a great you know promotional tool and one day we wake up and all of season three is on Disney Now every single right. episode for the season I was like wow that's interesting for them to do that with a cartoon so I do like basically the new model that they've they've gotten people used to i hope that uh that that's what we get with the disney uh plus app and i saw that uh the mandalorian's already been greenlit for a second season yeah so they're happy with it yeah very happy and i don't know i i i don't think my understanding is that they're going to be releasing the mandalorian over 10 weeks okay i don't think they're dropping the whole thing um but that's going to be their flagship show. You know what I'm saying? 
and and you and I know there's some shows that are fine for binge watching, and there's some shows that you need to watch week to week mm-hmm. and kind of digest. Um, you know, where Randell and I are big fans of, of Westworld. I was Westworld just thinking that there's no way we can do that binge watching show. No, not at all. You can't binge watch that. You need that week to, to watch it a couple times. To watch it a couple times to figure out what the heck you just yeah. saw, um, and how it relates to the whole thing. So. You know, and I think, and I, I think the Mandalorian is going to be something like that. Whereas something like Scarlet Vision or you know, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that that may get dropped in one shot. I saw uh, WandaVision is only going to be a six-hour series. It's going to be what? It's only going to be six hours. Yeah, and and they'll you know they'll see how it goes and decide what they're going to do. Don't forget, those are expensive people. Yeah, and especially if you're going to give me the same quality as the the movies. Right. You know, I didn't even think about the prices of some of these actors. Yeah, these these are going to be some expensive shows. How long before you think we get a price jump on this app? Two years, if. They're going to they're gonna try to lock some people in. Um, you know, you and I talked about, they, they announced that there's going to be a deal at D23 for attendees um, who commit to three years. But I would imagine, you know, a year in, a year and a half in, you're going to see the price bump up. I don't think it's going to go. I'll commit to three years right now. But, you know, I wouldn't, I don't think you, and, and I think, I think they'll probably do some kind of lock in at the 13 bucks, you know, for three years, if you commit to it or you pay up front or whatever. Um, I think, I think the way it would work is you have to pay, you have to commit to three years and pay annually. Mm, okay. So it's like one one payment a year. So instead of paying thirteen dollars a month, you know, you pay the one hundred seventy bucks or whatever it is in one shot. They, you know, they're trying to get some of their revenue up front to yeah. pay for some of these shows. All right. So what else are you looking forward to at D twenty three this week? Um. Well, I mean, you know, the the Disney Plus thing is probably the biggest thing. I mean, they're they're doing, um, you know, they're doing a. I think they're doing a theme park showcase on uh, Sunday, um, you know, to see what's what's going on with that kind of stuff. Obviously, they're gonna do, they're doing some Star Wars stuff, um, so I don't know what they're gonna drop in Star Wars, but I would be not very surprised if they dropped. I was the thinking full I was like, it's been really quiet. It's been really quiet on that front. Um, you know, they'll probably do, they'll probably market Rise of Skywalker similarly to what they did with The Last Jedi and do a lot of Monday Night Football stuff. Um, you know, but we got, we got the teaser. I would not you know, be surprised I was thinking if dropped a trailer. If we got something at the Video Music Awards this Sunday, I wouldn't, a little quick snippet. Yeah, maybe. Might be appropriate. Um, we're definitely getting a trailer. Uh, it's pretty much out that we're getting a full trailer for the man. Oh, as of this weekend, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're gonna do that. They'll probably do that on Friday. Um, you know, I don't know if they're gonna talk about you know supposedly the trades are reporting that they signed. I saw that to um, to do something about obi-wan and it's probably going to be a disney plus series so i don't know if they're going to talk about that because that's kind of fresh 
I would hope so. I, you know, it's crazy. I don't really want to go back to the prequels, even though he's a lot of people, he's probably one of the best things about the prequels. I'm cool with where we're at. Like, I like where I was starting. Or you know what? Tell me some other stories. As much as people hated Solo, I love Solo. Give me some other stories from the galaxy. Give me some lesser known people. I'm kind of good on, like, you know, all the major characters. Um, Yeah, but, I mean, Obi-Wan has, you know, has been kind of a, fan, a really fan favorite. And a lot of people have been really bugging about getting McGregor back and doing something with this character. Um, even when they announced Solo or the Mandalorian, they were like, why are you doing this? Give us Kenobi. So um, I think that, you know, I think I think they're going to put a little whip, a little push behind this one, and I think they're going to hang their hat on it. We'll see. You know, I mean, a bit. I'm pretty sure it'll be good. They haven't, I mean, contrary to the report, and this is probably going to piss some people off, they haven't done anything bad with Star Wars yet. Thought the Last Jedi was, to me, it's a top three or four Star Wars film. Um, yeah. So I, oh, I'm yeah, just I okay. Like cool. If you want to give me Kenobi, give me Kenobi. Not the direction I want to go in, but they'll do well. Like they haven't given us anything bad yet. Yeah, and I'm I'm hoping that they announce, you know, that they wanted that they're going to do something. Um, a lot of people have been bugging to, you know do some kind of do mm-hmm. something with Ahsoka Tano. She's another, you know, that's another fan favorite character. I'm really hoping that they, yeah. that they do something with, uh, with Kira. Um, you know, whether or not they bring Han Solo back, whether or not they bring Lando back, you know, but, but I think mm-hmm. Kira and Lando could be fun. You know, Kira and Darth Maul could be fun. I mean, you know, or Maul now it's not Darth Maul anymore. You know, I mean, that was a pretty good character. And they certainly set up. You know what? If you want to give me else. some Vader stuff, like right after he became else. Vader, I'll take that. Because that scene in Rogue was was phenomenal. Yeah. Well, I, I well, well, there's also there's also like the first. Yeah. I think the first big panel of the first big showcase is going to be for Vader Immortal. Um, so I'm glad you said that because it just reminded me. I need to go to the comic book store like. this week. Hickman is doing wonders for the X-Men. <laughs> yes. Like amazing stuff. Like rewriting yeah. X-Men history. Which is, I'm just gonna go a quick rant. I hate that Marvel pretty much ignored this this group the whole time Fox had them. And then now that they've gotten the rights back, they are like right back front and center. The main thing in almost all of these Marvel comics again. It, it I don't know. It, We'll see where it goes, but it just that really bothers me because it's like you could have given us these stories all throughout these years, but no, we'll split them up and act like they don't even exist. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you think? What do you think they're gonna do with now that they got Fox? What do you think they're gonna do with that whole? I X-Men hope they universe? finally put Wolverine on the back burner and give Scott Summers, aka Cyclops, the justice that he's due. Like, I remember when somebody said, uh, "Oh, you know, he's basically another Captain America." And I'm like, "No, no, he's not." Like, Scott has done some horrible, terrible things, but in his mind, like, look, I've done it. Yeah, like, I have done these things for my people. Like, there's a line in um in the new Powers of X comic, and he's talking to Reed Richards, and because they've kidnapped, they've captured Sabretooth. And he was like, you're going to hand him over to me. And 
reads like, I thought you were on our side, our side. And Scott says something to the effect of, I have been told by humanity my whole life that me and my people are less than, but in reality, we're the superior ones. It's time we start acting like it. And I'm like, oh, that's the Scott Stummers you need to give me on TV, in these films. Might be a little too radical, but I hope that's what we get. And I hope that don't give me a bunch of solo films. That's not who they are. They are a group. They are a family. So I want to see them as a family. And then maybe later on, give me some solo films. But show them as who they are. They are a group. They are the X-Men. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we've learned anything, and hopefully somebody at Disney is watching, solo films have not gone really well. No. Um, you know, neither of the Wolverine, oh, the Wolverine solo films was particularly good. Um, Origins was like basically unwatchable. Yes. And, and you know, I, I liked the Wolverine up until kind of the last 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Log- and obviously Logan was a masterpiece. You think, I, you know, I'm one of those people that I'm like, eh, it's all right. I'm sorry. I love Logan. I think it's such a fantastic film. It, it brings me to tears at the end of that movie every time. I, you know what? I don't know if maybe because I didn't see it in the movie theaters. I just, I was like, ah, okay. Like, it wasn't bad, but I didn't get the same feeling from it that everybody else got. But I just, I just hope they treat them with the I mean, care that they get. Like, this is your, this is your probably, what you say. Yeah, but I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking they need to basically start over. Oh, yes. Everybody, everybody's got to go. Everybody's got to go. With the except, with the exception of Deadpool. Yes. Deadpool. I agree. Yeah. He, he comes back. Everybody's going. Everybody. I love Patrick Stewart. I love Ian McKellen. We need, a new Professor X. We need a new Magneto. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Patrick Stewart's eighty years old, and 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 has a new. Hey, look what they did with uh Sam Jackson and uh Captain Marvel. They made him look like he was thirty. Yeah, but no, everybody's got to start fresh. Yeah, and I trust Feige at this point. Like, how can you not? You know, right? And I think he understands the importance of this. This is essentially what the number two property. If we have like a Marvel hierarchy, Spider Man, them, and I don't yeah. know who you put third. Um, well, I mean, comic-wise, Fantastic Four was always yeah. good for them. So I don't know what they're going to wind up doing with that. And that, that's one thing I wonder about, too. Is I think eventually we're going to end up getting an X-Men versus Avengers. I don't know what team of the Avengers is going to be, but I think that's something that comes down the line. Yeah, but that's going to be what at least yeah. five years down the road, if not more, because they have you know they have you know they they've already got seven films, yeah. and that's in what the next two years. Yeah. Uh, What's well, like? Or you call next... Black Panther and um? Yeah, no, it's like the next five years, right? I don't think we got to break out the chart. Um, because I'm thinking about that the, the scroll that they showed at uh. Comic Con, and then you know, Captain Marvel two wasn't even on that. Black Panther two wasn't on that, but there, I think Coogler's already working on the script. Yeah, so yeah, so it's next three years, right? Because I think the last film is the end of twenty twenty one, right? The Thor film. Yep. That is the last one. 
and yeah, we're not. I, I don't think we see the X Men for a while. But take your time. If you're not gonna do it right, don't do it at all. So take your time. Yeah, no, absolutely, I agree with you 100. percent What would you want to see from them with the X Men? Um, I don't know that I want to see a like a reboot, but I think, mm-hmm. I think you know, it's something. I we, I you know, it's like, it's like Spider Man. You know, we all we all know the origin story. We don't. Yeah. We don't need to see it again. You know. Spider Man Homecoming kind of picked us up in the middle of the story. He is he's already Spider Man. He's already doing stuff. You know, something like that. Like the X Men are already together or I don't need to see them coming together. I don't need to see them discovering their powers. I yeah. need to see, you know, Charles and Eric getting together, you know. No. Yeah. Uh, they... Kind of almost like kind of almost like X Men was, you know. Uh, you know, when, when X Men came out, you know, they were all together already. Yeah, the only one and, they added was Wolverine, and and just bringing Logan in exactly. You know, so so something like that. You know, here's the situation: dump us right in the middle of it, and we'll figure it out. I promise. Yeah, give me blue then, team, you know, fully formed. Right, exactly. Yeah. I'm 100. I'm 100 with that. I don't need to see how you Xavier know? acquires the mansion. No, who cares? <laughs> Yeah, we can figure it out. Like, the guy's got telepathic powers. He can swindle somebody out of their mansion in upstate New York. That's true. Yeah. Give me the yeah. keys. <laughs> um, anything else before we wrap it up? No, I can't think of it. I mean, obviously, we're going to have to, you know, kind of next week, we're going to have to talk about what happened at Disney 23, at D23, and, you know, whatever else we've got going forward. But, um, yeah, I think I think we've covered... You know the obviously the big news the the Sony Disney thing, you know don't worry about it, folks. I think it's going to sort itself yeah. out. You know, Spider Man is not going to be homeless. He's going to. Uh, I, th- I think they like what they like what Tom Holland's doing. They like they like the direction that they're going. So I think I think it's all going to work out. There's too much money. It's just companies, as as Rendell said, it's just corporations being corporations. They, they both know there's way too much money to be left on the table. Like that's always gonna put, be what prevails. That there's way too much money to be left on the table by it's not working together. Yeah, you know, you want you know, uh, if you're Sony, do you want all of four hundred million dollars or do you want three quarters of a billion dollars? If you're Marvel, do you want this guy to show up in the next big cataclysmic event or nope? If you even yeah, I mean, if you even have one, I mean. The the question you got to ask on the Marvel side, other than the money, is is creatively is where would where would Peter Parker fit into the yeah. universe that they're building? You know, he's not going to be in the Eternals. He's not going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's not going to be. You know, you gonna put him in a Doctor Strange movie? Maybe I don't know. You know, I don't know that there's necessarily a place for him in the MCU in Phase Four. Um. But I think they definitely. I'll say this though: they they were positioning him to be, like that was that was the whole movie. Like we're positioning him to be the next Tony Stark, and if they were to lose him and they did all that, it'd be like, ooh, this didn't work out the way we thought it would. Granted, like you said, the trajectory of this this new bunch of films isn't going in that direction. We're we're going cosmic. We're going out of space for the most part. 
so they're also pretty well set. Right, right. So it's it's creatively story wise, it's not a yeah. loss for them if they lose it, but um, but I think it's also like you know it's one yeah. of these things they just want to keep their fingers on it. You know, they don't they don't necessarily want to control it. They don't necessarily want to tell the stories. They don't want to bring them in, but they want to they want to have their say in how that's how that character is expressed and what kind of stories you're telling with that character. So if they want to bring him back in in phase five, then they can do that. You know what I think? And keep the whole thing pretty seamless. It's, it's, I think it's like when you go out as a teenager, like you, you know, you first get your car and your parents are like, all right, we're letting you out in the world. Don't embarrass us. And Marvel's like, it's better off if we write these films and you let Sony go handle it. And then you just embarrass one of our, our, our best properties. Right. We don't, we don't want, them to be another fan. We don't want Spider-Man to be another Fantastic Four. Oh God, that was bad. That was real. That was... you know what? We could end on this. Is that the worst superhero movie you've ever seen? Not counting all the stuff that we got in the early nineties no. when we got people were just making these movies. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, because you you if you're saying the worst superhero movie, you got to throw in. You know, Blade, uh, not Blade, uh, Electra, and the, and the Ben Affleck Daredevil, and that movie, weird Captain America movie, Dark Man, and you know all that kind of weird stuff. Um, but of you know of the modern era, let's say the modern superhero era starts yeah. with X Men. Yeah, is that fair? Um, so that's you know, it could be, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I have a particular hatred for Spider-Man Three, but um, yeah, that was be. that was bad. I, I assume you're talking about the last. I assume you're talking about the last one, the Michael B. Jordan one, the one Michael B. Jordan was in, and whatever. Yeah, right? and that's, that's tough. What you're talking about the last. It, it's bad enough that we're thinking of like Fantastic Four Two and the other Fantastic Four. Like they should never be in a category for like worst anything. But yeah, I think the Michael B. Jordan one is worse than the Galactus one. Yeah, I mean, you know that 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 first um, Fantastic Four movie was it, it was okay. I mean, you know, yeah, it was it wasn't great. Um, but it was it was okay. Um. Rise of the Silver Surfer, it had its ups and downs. But yeah, that Josh Trank film was just, it was really terrible. Um, and it started off so good. Yeah. I mean, you know, Michael B. Jordan did the best he could with it. Miles Teller, yeah. I thought, was really bad in it. <laughs> um, Jamie Bell, you know, I thought was really bad in it. I mean, it was just, yeah, that was just not a good movie. Jeez. Yeah, that, that was bad. And folks, we didn't want to end on such a depressing note, but yeah, there it is. Uh, <laughs> go watch Fantastic Four by Josh Trank. If you if you haven't, no, 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 no. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. You should share in our misery and our pain. Uh, and so, Mr. Mike, where could they find? Yeah. So if you've got nothing good, to do with a rainy day, watch. nothing else is on TV, you can find it somewhere. Uh, where can folks find you at? I mean, the, the, those two movies, the two Tim Story Fantastic Four movies, I can at least sit down and watch those movies. 
I can't the Josh watch Trank that. movie. I can't the even Rise of the Silver Surfer one. I can watch that movie. <laughs> I, I need to be doing something else, but I can actually get through the whole movie and what get through the whole whole movie in one sitting. The the Josh Trank one, I can't even sit through that whole movie. Like there are some movies that are just so bad, it's just you cannot even watch them. I've been trying yeah. for the last three days to watch that Robin Hood movie from last year. I can't even make it like it was a that third bad. Through it, I gotta be. I'm out on this. I gotta go. Jeez. The one with Jamie Foxx, right? It's it's yeah, the one with uh, the one with yeah, he was Jamie Foxx and, uh, and Taron Egerton, who I like, but you know, uh, yeah, it's so bad. It's it's because they do like this this thing where it's like. It's like the old story, but they tell it in like a modern style, you know. So and it's like, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it didn't work for King that Arthur. That might have ruined that man's career. Yeah, the King Arthur was another one. I I couldn't I couldn't I watched like like a third of that movie. Jeez. I'm like, nope, I'm done. See ya, oh. folks. We with that said, Mike, where can they find you on social media? Oh, you can always find me, Mikey Mo one seven four one, pretty much everywhere. And uh, you can find me at Ardell Burns on Twitter, um, and Bruce Wayne BPT on Instagram, and where I've been uh, posting up a lot of new comics. Um, folks, I'm in love with Jonathan Hickman's X Men, and what Tony Hesey Coates is doing with uh, Captain America is amazing. Uh, go support your local comic book store. Uh, any words, Absolutely. folks, before we get out of here? What's that? Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Well, I just want to, you know, if if I would just want to, you know, thank everybody for listening. And if this is your first time listening, we appreciate it. Um, and uh, we'd like to ask that you just do us a favor in whatever platform you're you're on. If they have a rating system or a commenting system, use it. Um, because one, we want to get feedback, you know, on how we're doing. And uh, two, it you know, ratings and comments, the more active a post a podcast is the higher raises up in the search and people can find us and that's all we're trying to do so um we do appreciate it do us a favor tell tell one person this week about us yes please do and uh play us in the car with your friends or if you're on the train let somebody get your other ipod airpod and uh let them listen to us and uh, with that said have a great week folks peace all right We'll we'll talk to you next week